What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Chewy New Podcast. Unfortunately, I have this thing here with me next to me today. So he's back in with us again, unfortunately. I know we've been gone for about a week, but we're here, man. We are here and we're ready to go. We're gone for reasons. We're gone for a reason. But before we get started, guys, uh, let me lower this music down real slow here. Uh, I'm going to talk a little serious real quick. Uh, we did receive news today on social media that uh, uh, a wrestler, a WWE wrestler, had just passed away. Uh, Bray Wyatt, the uh, real name, uh, name, you remember the name? Uh, it's a, his name was uh, uh, Bray If you follow wrestling, WWE, Bray Wyatt was part of the Wyatt family. Uh, great wrestler, great entertainer, great uh, backstory. Uh, unfortunately, he passed today. 36 years old. Uh, his real name was Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, A.K.A. Bray Wyatt yeah. passed away unexpectedly at the age of 36. And we also found out that uh, legendary Terry Funk passed away yes. yesterday. So, uh, wow, it's just shocking news. And, you know, it's something that if you're a wrestling fan like I am or any, anybody else is in the podcast or watching, it's shocking. You know, it's shocking because we don't know exactly what happened. We try to understand, but sometimes we just can't grasp it. To the point, we just keep asking the question, "Why?" And it's, you know? it's, it's it, it just happened so suddenly too. Uh, yeah. he, uh, Mr. Funk passed away. I, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there, but no. the, the, when the news hits, that's that's the most shocking part. Yeah, you, you don't expect it. Yeah, and you know, with uh, I know that there's a lot more younger fans that are uh, know of Bray Wyatt. Yes, yeah. Uh, Great. I'm, I'm sure they're they're just as shocked. Yeah, great, great performer, man. Great performer, and you know, great artist. You know, both of them. Yeah. And, so uh, uh, yeah. our condolences to their family. Yeah, hard hard prayers go to the family, man. We hope uh, they can get through this tough time, and uh, you know, and like my father always says, life goes on. You just got to keep going. Life goes uh, on, so man. if we can have a, at least a ten seconds of silence, it'd be great, guys. Thank you very much, guys. So today, what the interesting is about podcasting today is that we have with us in the house none other than Vinny Barry. Vinny Barry, I, sir. I can call him Barry all the Vinny Barry in the house. His name is Vinny Barry. Vinny Barry. Vinny Barry. Mr. Barry. I don't know Mr. Barry. I'm going to leave respect for Mr. Barry. <laughs> and we got Mike's. What is it? Ha, ha, sauce? Mike Salsa. Mike Salsa. I keep saying sauce. Mike, Stop Mike saying Salsa. It, man, dude, you got to help me. I'm just in total shock still, man. But uh, the cool thing is, I mean, we're talking about wrestling today. Yep. And Mr. Barry here has these phenomenal books. I want to get to know who he is, where he's from, where he was born and raised, and how he got into the whole wrestling mix. Man, Mr. Barry, it's all you, man. Tell us all about you. Welcome well, to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You know, I was fortunate to grow up in the Dallas area. And this was in, in the 80s mm-hmm. when world-class championship wrestling was, you know, on fire up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Von Erics were the wrestling superstars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if anybody knows anything about the Von Erich family, you know, they actually lived about 10 miles from where I live. So, you know, having like uh, Von Eric sightings wasn't, you know, wasn't very, it wasn't uncommon. You know, I mean, right. every once in a while, you know, people at school, hey, I saw Kevin pumping gas or whatever. Oh, they wow. were, they oh, wow. were, you know, to us, they were like wrestlers on TV, but they were ours. Right, exactly. You know yeah, I, mean? yeah, they yeah, were, I totally understand. They were local. Yeah. You know, right. And, literally uh, right down the street. There. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when the tragedies happened and, and there were so many, you know, uh, when David first died in 1984 in Japan, right. That was yeah. the first of many, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they, they, you know, even years, what was it in the sixties? Well, they had a, a, 
Like, their very first. They're, 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 they're old, was supposed to be their oldest brother, if I'm right. not mistaken, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Kevin's older brother. Yes. And then he he was electrocuted. Yeah. And um, and then as a child, he there was snowing, there was a wire down or something, mm-hmm. but he was electrocuted. Oh and, of course, then in 1984, uh, David Von Erich passed away. And, uh, you know, Mike Von Erich, he contracted... Toxic shock syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nearly died. Right. Uh, later, took his life. Yes, um, unfortunately. You yes, know, and and you know, a total of three brothers took yeah. their life in that family. Mm-hmm. So wow. when I started my website, I was writing wrestling stories, and uh, Lance von Eric, who yeah was not related. related yeah, you know, he was a a kayfabe cousin. <laughs> you know, he was. Created, yeah, and uh, you know he would come up when I talked to these people from Dallas. You know, hey, have you heard from Lance? Or you know, and I'd always like, man, what a what an interesting story that would be, right? Mm-hmm. Because every time I saw him uh, online or something, I'd always think, man, what who was that guy? You know, right, what right, was right, right. what was the backstory of that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so one day I was talking to this this referee from Dallas and this was like the second time that Lance came up in our conversation and goes hey if you want to track this guy down he's this name on Facebook I was like oh okay so I sent him a messenger and told him what I wanted to do and he you know, I just wanted to write like a little story for my website. Right, right. You know, like where mm-hmm. are they now kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally and he was like, um, why? <laughs> you know? Why? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and then he was like, Who cares? Who cares? Wow. Really? What I'm doing. Yeah, really? he was like, nobody cares. And I said, dude, people care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's so, something part of wrestling I mean, history. I mean, I can't be the only one out there that cares. Right. No, exactly. You know, and so uh, he just shot me his number. And uh, so I finally talked to him. And even when we were talking for a couple days, he was like, and and why do you want to do this? And why, (laughs) you know, so I wrote this story and it was, you know, it was kind of lengthy. I don't remember how many words, but, you know, it's, Maybe fifteen hundred, two thousand words, or something like. That. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, maybe something like that. Right. Right. And um, when I got, you know, he read the article and he goes, "Hey, man, that's that's really good." And I said, "Hey, man," I said, because I couldn't fit everything he told me. Yeah. Yeah. In that little article. Right. And I exactly. said, "Listen, man, if if you ever consider writing a book." <laughs> Right. Please consider me first. Cool. And uh, I don't know if that was the first or second time I said it to him, but one day he just said, write the book. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just like that. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I started working with him and we we would talk. It took forever because he would only talk to me like on Sunday. Oh, for okay. like an hour, maybe sometimes. Who's it, man? Yeah, he'd be like, hey, man, I got 20 minutes. <laughs> or you were supposed to call me at three. I only got 15 minutes now. I'm like, dude, you think you're going to talk to me for an hour and a half? Wow. You know, yeah, and yeah. It, was, it was challenging, you right, know. And right. then I didn't talk to him for about three months. Oh, shoot. Okay. And uh, so, you know, we just finally got through it. And, you know, when you're working on a project that long, it you know, you come to a point where it's like, it's time to put it to bed. Right. right. I'm, I'm working on a project right now. It's like, it's, it's time. It's time. It's night, night, baby. Yeah. Let's go. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so on this one, you know, I, I was just blown away with the story and what, what I liked so much about this story or what I think is so intriguing about this story. And, and I got a lot of criticism from a lot of diehard Von Eric fans, because oh, yeah. I'm like, course, dude, you're writing about the wrong Von Eric. He's not even a real Von Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, if yeah. you think about what happened in that year and a half that yeah. he worked in Dallas, mm-hmm. you know, um, in in 
you know, David Manning was on the uh, golf course mm-hmm. uh, out golfing one day, and he saw this guy, and he was a bodybuilder at the time. Okay. And he just got done with the competition, so he looked like a million bucks, you know? I mean, he'd been he, dieting, and he was right. probably tan, and, you know? Right, right, right. And he, he goes, he, he just he couldn't take his eyes off this guy because he had a body similar to Carrie's, you okay, know? yeah, gotcha. And so he said, hey, uh, have you ever thought about wrestling? And he's like, never. And he goes, well, I think you could make some money. Yeah, let's make some money. Yeah, and I gotcha. uh, so he, you know, he planted that seed. And so two weeks later, he went down there and talked to Fritz. Mm-hmm. But see, the guy couldn't wrestle. So they sent him up to Portland, and he was up there. And they called him Ricky Vaughn up there. Okay, all right. And all right. so uh, when Mike went through, and see, a lot of people think that they brought him in because Mike was sick. Right. They they brought him in because David died. Yeah. Okay. But they yeah. brought him down when Mike, Mike when Mike was sick because now we need now we need a Von Eric on every card. You right. Know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And Mike wasn't really quite ready for that Freebird Von Eric feud. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, the the best yeah. feud ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I found so interesting about this this time that he was there. You know, Gino Hernandez passed away. He died. Okay. You know, and, uh, you know, some say it was an overdose and some are questioning that, right? Right. If you've seen Dark Side of the Ring or anything right, yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but drugs were involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they just, you know. Yeah, I hear you. They don't know who gave, you know. Right, right. They don't know the, who <laughs> yeah, the go-to they, man was. Yeah. yeah. What all went down with that, you right. know, and we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a... I've, you know, doing the research, I've heard so many stories, you know, that he was real paranoid, so he always locked his deadbolt. Supposedly, his yeah. deadbolt was locked. So when they came, his deadbolt was already locked. Locked, locked from the so inside. Yeah, yeah. There, it's, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, I've heard so many stories. I don't even know, really, mm-hmm. you know, where to, what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So, you know, but with this, you know, uh, they went to Israel for the first time. You know, Chris Adams, um, while he was over there in Israel, you know, he had a reputation of getting real agitated when he was drunk. And oh, wow. he had kicked, super kicked somebody oh, over there <laughs> and ruptured his eye. Wow. And so there was a manhunt for Chris Adams on that first tour or on the second tour. On the second and tour. this was the, the, the one that Lance oh, was God. on. And so there was a manhunt for him. The, the army's looking for him. The, everyone's looking for him. They yeah. snuck him out and got him on a plane. He flew to France and then to Dallas. Right. And um, I don't know how many months later it was, but he was intoxicated again mm-hmm. on a plane coming back from Puerto Rico. And he headbutted the co-pilot. Oh, oh, shoot. And they did emergency <laughs> landing oh in God. Florida, and FBI picked him up, and he almost got deported for that. And so, and Lance, my subject that I wrote about, right. he went to court for a character witness okay. for for Chris, Chris because the Von oh. Erics won't do it. Oh, really? Yeah, and he just went up there and said, hey, you know, he the guy was drunk. You know, and they said, well, what did he drink? And he's like... Well, he drank rum and he drank pina coladas and he drank drank daiquiris and he drank this. And he goes, but I, but I'll swear in a Bible he didn't drink any wine. (laughs) (laughs) That's he's so clean. He's so clean. He's so clean. Wow, no idea, Judge. And it's it's crazy because I mean, not only about the book. When 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 was the book published? When was out? Oh, that came out in uh, what uh, the end of. 2020, the okay. yeah, when well, when the pandemic hit, I, Pre, I had to finish. Right? Hey, <laughs> what, what, what am I gonna What am I gonna do? <laughs> there you go. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so mm-hmm. it came out end of 2020, the beginning of 2021. You know, and it covers you know uh, Carrie's motorcycle accident. It carry it covers you know it talks about David. It talks about you know Fritz and how he was with the boys. Right. And, you know touches on um, 
what he knew about Bruce Brody. Right, right. You know, and, uh, you know, Bruce Brody passed away in 88. He yes. died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, there's so much in that book. If, if you just, I tell everyone all the time, look at the table of contents and just, just skim through that, you know, and, you know, it, it, it talks about Japan, you know, he went to Japan and, um, didn't like it over there. Yeah, and see, it's on there. Ric Flair, also Gene Hernandez is on there. Chris, the story, Chris Adams also. And, Chris, wow, and the the, Wolfie and the and the giant. There's, it's it. The list just goes on and on. Right. Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot of people think that this guy's career ended after Dallas. He went to uh, to South Africa, mm-hmm. and what's so interesting about that was when he went to Portland. Because he only went to Portland because Fritz sent him up there to be trained. Right. Well, he met Steve Simpson. Okay. Who's a national from South, South Africa. Africa. Right. So he meets uh, Steve Simpson's dad, who's mm-hmm. a promoter in South Africa. And on a whim, he just says, hey, if you ever want to wrestle in South Africa, <laughs> come visit me. Yeah. And so when all that fallout came... And, and what happened in Dallas was it got to the point where, you know, he's wrestling two shows a night. He's like starting his first show is in Waco. Then he comes back to North Texas to right. the DFW, maybe wrestles in Arlington or something, goes home. Right. He's driving all day and he's oh. doing this, you know, several times, times a, week. a week. A lot of the guys in local work weren't traveling like that because he'd do the long shot, right? Right. And he'd have to do two. Well, when it came down and to no Von Eric's, right? Right. Because now, you know, uh, Mike Von Eric's sick. Terry Von Eric had his motorcycle Self accident. accident. Uh, Kevin, Kevin had a, legi- a legitimate shoulder, shoulder injury, injury, was out. And so Lance Von Eric, the, the non Von Eric is the only Von Eric wrestling. Wow. And so he's picking up two shows a night and he gets fed up. He's like, look, the money isn't, you know, for what I'm doing, right. the money ain't meeting up with the job, right? Right, right. Exactly. And so he went AWOL. He just didn't show up. He like he had an injury. Somebody dropped him on the mat wrong. So he thought I'd just I just lay low. Well, in that time that he was laying low, uh they they basically came out on TV and said that, you know, he's not a real Von Eric. Right, and, right. And that was like really taboo back then because promoters didn't do that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, um, you know, he ended up, he was going through a divorce. He decided, you know what? I just go traveling. I'll go to South Africa. And he, he fell in love with the country because when he went down there, he had all these ideas of, you know, you got to remember, United States to South Africa at that time, you know, we're very progressive, right? So he's thinking they need this and they need that. They don't have this and I can do this and I can start this kind of a business. Right, 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 right. And he did all that. And he ended up staying down there for about 10 years and he wrestled, you know, whenever, you know, just whatever. Uh But he would go to like Malaysia, India, places he never saw before. Right. You know, so wrestling was different for him when he left the country because the pressure of being a Von Eric wasn't on him. Right, right. exactly. But he went over there and he wrestled his yeah. next Von Eric. Yeah, I got you, I got you. He made he made the show in South Africa. Yeah. Right. He just took that shit. Yeah, because, yeah, here in the United States, it's a show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you perform more than you really, really wrestle. Right. So I, I can imagine, like like you said, at that time, it you know, what was happening in the United States was so progressive. I can I can just see you know, like South Africans just being like the veil being ripped off. And, yeah, and on top of that, the pressure of carrying the name Von Eric yeah. on your back everywhere you go. I mean, you're only expecting the the, the regulars, which is Kevin, Kerry, all these guys, and you're like, uh, this is little overwhelming. And plus, on top of that, the pay is not. It's, that's like, great. it's all of, it's all of the pressure with none of the benefits. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And you know, and here's the thing too. Uh wrestling next to Kevin and Carrie. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean it was yeah. like yeah. you know, yeah. The, yeah. the bar was this of, high. And, of course. And he and he's not wrestling on that level. And, right. he, and he even knew it, you know. But right, he, right. He wasn't a he wasn't a wrestler. Like he, he wasn't said. a wrestler. Yeah, no, that, that's so as soon as the book comes out. 
What was Lance's reaction? Did he get a copy or did he get to pre-read it before he released it? Yeah, he read it. He read it before. And uh, what he said? Yeah, he, he was blown away. Yeah, he was he he was really impressed. He 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 liked the story, and uh, you know, and there was something you know he a very interesting guy because there were some things that he would like. Hey. I can't think of what they, but it, he goes, you're not going to put that in there, are you? And I was like, <laughs> I was like no. It, I mean, yeah, you I want a crazy night. Don't yeah. put this in there. Off the record. You know, off the record. If, if you don't want, you know, if you don't want to put it in there, that's fine. You know, right, I mean, right. just, you just have to tell me. Yeah, exactly. And then there'd be something else that come along and I'd say, so I, I suppose you don't want me to put that in there. And he goes, no, put that in there. Why would you not put that in there? And I'd say, man, if I were you, I would put this thing in and leave that thing out. Yeah, right? You don't know whether it's going left or right. Yeah, or right. Like, Trying to uh, catch you up. The whiplash. Like, come on. Now, the golden question, after this book is released, I'm pretty sure the rumor goes around that this book is out there. Did Kevin get a hold of this book? I sent Kevin a copy. Oh, really? Matter of fact, Kevin... I contacted Kevin in the process of the book and asked him if he would contribute something wow. to the book. Wow. And he texted me back saying he didn't feel comfortable doing that because whatever. I can't remember the reason. Right, but right, right. That, you know, the way things went down or whatever. And too close. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I was about to go to printing and I just said, hey. Anything you want to say, I'm just going to give you one last opportunity. And he, he texts me this. My brothers and I have been trying to change wrestling to our style. Kids loved it. And the TV ratings went through the roof. We were really good in the ring, and we were careful with our image. Lance was David Manning's and my dad's idea. I especially was dead set against it, and we never lied to our fans. I know how reporters can be. I knew it would come back to us. Lance looked good, but that was it. He was like a mashed potato sandwich. No pizzazz at all. <laughs> Kevin Gunner. Oh, my gosh. And to print wow. that on paper, I said, like, yes, I got this. And Lance was like, why the hell are we going to put that in <laughs> I said, dude, we gotta put that in the book. Mashed potato sandwich. <laughs> the the I mean, you, you're compared to mashed potato salad. I think that's a good thing. That's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a compliment. Thing. And now on top of that, after the book, I know that you said you. Uh, I know you have two other books that came out pre, uh, pre or after. They came after. They came after, which was, uh, I believe, they're the ones you have out there. The yeah, they're the uh, Pro Wrestling Vol- Volume One and Volume Two. Yeah. They're a uh, compilation of. Uh, short stories one has about 35 short stories in it the other one has about 45 wow short stories in it look at that and you've got thunder rosa in there you got harley race in there tracy smothers bobby fulton bobby eaton i mean there's some heavy hitters in those in those books kamala's in that book you know yes Yeah, Kamala was one of my favorite ones. My dad used to imitate him all the time. (laughs) Him and the missing link were like his favorite ones. They thought they were characters. But uh, and on on top of that, guys, he does have a podcast. I do also. And I was he uh, 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 Vinny and I have been talking, and he goes, "Have you gone through our podcast?" No, I'm actually going to do that. Uh, This was yesterday. I'm going to go through through it and check it out. And the one that out of I mean, I was. Running through the all the you have quite a few. You got a, a, a so many genre of wrestlers on there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it's crazy. You guys need to go in there and look for it on I found it on Spotify. Right. That's where it's I found on, it. On. It's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, uh it's on a new platform called uh Fans First Sports Network. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and we just got that on there uh just recently and it's a it's a like a Spotify platform, right? But it's it's called Fans First Sports mm-hmm. Network. Okay, all sports. That's awesome. Man. You know, football, basketball. I think I was the very first wrestling, wrestling <laughs> show on there. Oh, you know, nice. so yeah, yeah, and it, and they're still building that site. I mean, it's still a baby, but right, right, right. but for you know what it looked like about a month ago to what it looks like today is is amazing. Yeah, and I'm on uh, iHeartRadio. That's and awesome. You, 
And you can also listen to my uh, podcast on Russellville.com. Yes. And my books are on there, too, yeah. Russellville.com. After going through the whole list, the one that caught my eye was The Great Sabu. I mean, I, yeah. I heard I heard bits and pieces of, of the podcast. I was like, wow. I know this guy. I watched him on ECW. Uh, he did a lot of, uh, lot of uh, closed uh, circuit shows. And for you to get to interview him. That yeah. was amazing. Well, you know what? He is a rare catch because he doesn't like doing podcasts. Yes. And he and he told me, I met him at a show. Um, and there's some I have a bunch of pictures in here, and I can't think of what page he is on right now, but there is a uh page in here with about six, six photos. Him and his uh late girlfriend, right. Melissa Coates. Okay, she looked like uh the I Dream of Genie. Oh really? And um, she uh, <laughs> and I anyway when I when I saw him at a show, um, and I can't remember what page he's on right now, but I said, "Hey man, I want to show you something." And uh, he goes, "Oh wow!" He goes, "You got you got Melissa in there." She wow. Looks like the old wow. Bikini, right? Wow. And uh, and so piece. and and uh, when I saw him. He looked, oh, you know, oh, he, wow. he was yeah. taken back. He like he was like reminiscing, and I said, "Hey, man, I want you. I want you to have that book." And uh, so before he left, I said, "Hey, uh, if you ever are willing to do a podcast with me, I, I'd like to interview you." And he goes, "Well, I don't do podcasts anymore. Don't like doing podcasts." But he goes. I'll give you my number. I'll do one with you. That is awesome, bro. That is awesome. I think that was because, you know, the book, you know, warmed his heart. You know, the pictures. Yes. Yeah. yeah, You know, and that's the thing about these stories and these these photos, you know, uh, you know, 15, 20 years. There might be somebody in here that had a one or two, three year career. right? Right, Right. Right. 10, 15 years ago, you might. They might leave your memory, right? Right. But you pick this book up and say, "Oh man, you know what? I remember that guy." Right. Right. You know. You know. And and that's the that's the beauty of this stuff, right? Is is preserving these memories. And so, right. you know, on the back of the book, on both these books, uh, I this is this is kind of like my motto or my right. my creed or whatever you, you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Russellville was created to honor and highlight those individuals who made sacrifices to entertain the millions of fans who watch pro wrestling annually. The words and photos contained in this book are history. Their purpose is to help preserve the memories that promoters, wrestlers, managers, and valets have created over the years. Where is Russellville? Russellville is everywhere. It's where wrestling lives. Hell yeah, man! Nice. And that's and that's and that's and that's awesome, man. Because like I said, I'm a, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm like a diehard wrestler, but when I was a kid growing up, seeing those uh, wrestlers, the Von Erichs, the Ric Flairs, Abdullah the Butcher, these all these crazy characters back in the day, compared to what it is now, right. you know, the the way the storylines are now. Back then, it was just. It would just put up or shut up back then. It was a, like like uh, like uh, Jr. says it was a slobber knocker every yeah. night. I mean, you don't know what you were gonna get. Right. You know, from Dusty Rose to Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, the Von Erichs, the Freebirds. I mean, it was it was always a show when the Von, Ar- Von Erichs were going against the Freebirds. Oh yeah, and especially yeah. watching Terry Gordy walk out with uh, P.S. Hayes. Those were the funny ones. I love watching that. And the, it's it's funny how those. Two, I call them stables, but they're you know families. How they interacted with each other in the ring was just beautiful because they told you a story at the same time they were they were wrestling. Yeah, and yeah. that's what's so awesome about it. And then for you to have that in a book where uh, Lance gave you bits and pieces of different uh, uh, areas, that's even better, man. It makes me want to read it. Makes <laughs> you want to read and look at it. Our nostalgia for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's interesting is that the movie. The Iron Claw is coming out yes. in January or in, oh, in December. December. I, I believe it's the date right now is December 22nd. Yeah. And I brought that to your attention. I go, what do you think of the actors, man? What do you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, well, you know what? The guy that's playing Harley Race looks like Harley Race. Yeah. And the guy that Bruiser Brody 
could be Bruiser Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Von Erichs don't look like the Von Erichs. I don't know. Something with Zac Efron being, I think he's supposed to be playing uh, Kevin. Kevin. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. You know, we got to give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. I'll check it out. You know, well, he is more of an actor. Anyway. Yeah, and yeah. You know what's really interesting is in okay, so in I think it was 2020, there was Von Eric movie announced. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the name was at the time. Right? right, right. All right. And so when my book came out, I was on podcast with these guys from Detroit, mm-hmm. and they had uh, this guy named. Uh, his name escapes me right now, but he wrote the screenplay with Kevin Von Erich. Okay. Not this movie that's coming out. Right, right, right. But yeah, the, the movie, movie that was announced. Exactly. Okay. And um, and his name escapes me, but he was on the podcast. And they surprised me with this guy, right? And, he, and I was like, well, what do you know about Lance? He was like, I know nothing. <laughs> what? <And> I, go, <laughs> I said, well, you just got done writing a movie with Kevin Von Erich. You know, what did yeah. you guys talk about? You know? And so as time progressed... That movie got squashed, right? They're like, we ain't yeah. making this movie. You, did you hear that? You remember yeah, that? Okay. I, I heard what, what fell through, but yeah, it fell through. And so I was like, okay, that's weird. And then a few months later, this movie with Sean Durkin got picked up, yeah, The Iron Claw. Claw, right? And and I talked to James Beard recently. He says, dude, those were two different movies. And I said, yeah, I know, but there was a movie that was supposed to come out right. that didn't come out, right? And now this is coming out. And so I just, and what also is interesting is that in this movie that Sean Durkin is producing mm-hmm. from A24, mm-hmm. okay, they they casted MJF for Lance. Oh, wow. Yeah. That I didn't know. Yeah. So he's, so he's got, um, it's supposed to be a very small role, but, right. but Lance Von Eric is... The character is in the movie. It's gonna, right. in other words, he is gonna be part of that part of that history. Wow. Yeah, and and when you go on world class documentaries or something, they talk about Lance for about thirty seconds or <laughs> or a minute because yeah. they, you know, Von Erich diehard fans and the Von Erichs, they just want to, especially Kevin, yeah. want to forget that that yeah. mistake ever yeah. happened, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. He tarnished the Von Erich name. name. Well, he carried it. He carried yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, he carried the Von Erich name. Right. You know. Right. So. Wow, man. He's and that's and that's awesome to know all this history because, you know, I only know so much, and you telling me this is just all more information that comes into my brain. Like, man, it's, I'm like a sponge right now. And I feel like that little kid watching my uncles <laughs> talking over a, a rag of beers. I'm like. And you're just listening, sponging all of everything. Yeah, you you remember the Von Erichs, you know, yeah. from from this side, you know, yeah. to find out all this extra stuff. Yeah, was like going on behind the scenes. It's crazy. I mean, exactly. I mean, it, it was it was it was kind of a mind blowing thing when they did announce like, oh, he's not a true Von Erich. What? Why are you parading him around like that? Exactly. You know, it makes it's like what they call like breaking the third the third wall. They yeah, they, they, they broke, broke the, the, they broke the, the fourth they broke the wall. Fourth yeah, wall you know, I mean, I, I don't know how many wrestlers I can come up with. Like Jimmy Valiant and Johnny Valiant were brothers. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, exactly. The the Freebirds weren't brothers. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you, you, you don't you don't yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you don't burst that bubble. You don't yeah. do that, right? Yeah, because you got that true fan that like wants to believe this story so much. Yeah, and then somebody says, "You know all that." It's, it's just like my dad growing up. You know all that's fake, right? I go, "Dad, don't say that. No. <laughs> don't say it, that. It's not fake. It's predetermined and choreographed." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I've been in one of those rings. I've been in one of those rings, man, and uh, I've done the whole run across. You know, I took, jumped on the second rope and took, tried to do an elbow drop. You almost died. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's bad. Well, that, yeah, that, you know, that you, piece you of think, board it, it hurts. Oh, yeah. It hurts. I mean, you, yeah, it, it's 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 not fake. You're still getting a boot to the face. I mean, you're, not, you're still uh, there's still a 300 pound guy jumping from 10 feet up in the air onto your body. And no, landing. yeah, no kidding. Waiting I mean, for impact. That's, that's yeah, not that's yeah. not fake. That's, yeah, it's choreographed. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so that nobody gets hurt. But I mean, Vinny, I, I thank you, man, yeah, for giving you. us all this information. Uh, the books can be picked up on your website, correct? Yeah, they get Russellville.com. Mm-hmm. It's like Russellville, like 
Yeah. W-R-E-S-T-L-E-V-I-L-L-E. Look at your shirt, everybody. Look at your shirt. And you can also go to Amazon. It's on Amazon. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet, or you man. can ask Google, too. Yeah. Google yeah. Google 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 we got to pay some bills. I know. Yes. I was probably hear that. We're going to get body slammed by our... Uh, we're going to get body slammed so hard. <laughs> by our, uh, our sponsors. So we're going to go in and uh, take a quick little break. And when we come back, we're talking to Mike's Salsa. Mike's like Salsa. Oh, man. I'm, I think it's going to be an issue. I think... Uh, I think you're going to take the hit on this one. I think I am. I think I am going to take the hit on this one, man. So hang in there. We'll be right back, guys. Butcher Bar for Life. The Butcher Bar and Tap Room, located at 308 South Texas Boulevard, Mexico, Texas. Give them a call at 956-520-7111. Speak to Noe. Come check out their great meals, all vegan-based. And let me tell you about their pizzas. Oh, my goodness. They are to die for and also, they carry muffins and buns ready-made for you guys. And you cannot go wrong with a specific tacos. They're great. Trust me. I guarantee you'll like them. And while you're waiting for your meal to come out, get yourself some fresh kabucha from the tap. Bucha, bucha for life. Put your immune system on the right track. Let's go. Are you having minor setbacks on a law issue? Maybe a car accident recently? or something a little bit more serious, or it could be something going to bankruptcy, give Efren Molina, attorney at law, a call. They will go through every step of the process to figure out exactly what can be done and done by the book. And he'll be with you every step of the way until the judge makes his final verdict. Give the law offices of Efren Molina a call at 956-391-2754. Located at 113 West Sabana Street, Edinburgh, Texas. And you're only a phone call away. The Rabbit Hole, located at 2900 West 6th Mile and a Half Sweet Beach in Mission, Texas. If you're looking for liquor, beer, CBD products, or even smoke products. Hell, guys. They even have tattoo supplies for you. And last but not least, adult novelties for everyone and every occasion. Set up your party and give these guys a call at 956-599-0103. 956-599-0103. The Rabbit Hole. Only the best for all my best. Ooh, looks like your windshield just got hit. I know it's heartbreaking, but don't worry. My guys at the DNC Autoglass got you covered. Let's get you informed on how we can save you time and money. Then let's get that damage repaired. It's important to inspect your glass for chips and cracks regularly. A small dime-sized chip on your windshield does have major potential to grow into a large crack that can obstruct your vision. This type of damage does require a full replacement. You might want to save yourself the trouble. Repairing one small chip before it spreads into a crack takes about five minutes and only costs a fraction of what you'd be paying for a replacement. Our team members are trained to inform you on how to get the most life out of your glass and are dedicated to providing top quality repairs. So, don't stress, don't delay. All you gotta do is snap a pic of the damage and text it to 956-314-9149. Tell them Chew and Ooze sent you. Again, that's 956 956- Three one four nine one four nine. Fast, affordable, quality service backed by lifetime guarantee. Hipsters Barbershop, located at twenty seven eighteen South Twenty Third Street in McAllen, Texas. If you're looking for the best shop in town, let your hair do the talking. Fast, fades in no time. Straight shades, straight style. All about you. Try a different style. Always fulfill your expectations. Because at Hipsters, your satisfaction is our goal. Rowdy Pools, located in McAllen, Texas. Rowdy Pools are made to impress. Take your swim experience to the next level. And also, at an affordable price and installation. Each pool is made 
with top-notch quality for every occasion and also for your family. Rowdy's Pools, design, built, and service. Beady Wheaties Michelada Mix is back. Sponsor the Chewy New Podcast, guys. This drink is the one. If you've never had a Michelada in your entire life, this is the way to get it. Right with Iris, man. She has all these great flavors, like my favorite pickle and extra lime, man. This mix has not only gotten really excitingly great, but you can pick it up at any of these locations, guys. And trust me, once you get the first taste, just like this guy, you will not put it down. I guarantee it will change your taste buds forever. Petey Wheaties, bro. Look up on Facebook, Instagram, and on Snapchat. Yeah! Appreciate you guys coming out and uh, helping us out here. You it, made sure that we have enough beer for the week. Well, you can say I just like to say leave the light on for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of something that I really do need, if I do need a beer, I got my water here because next on the on the microphone today is Mr. Mike Salsas, and uh, today was, it was by the chance of the gods that yes. I've been today. Yep. Uh, over uh, over at a gymnasium here in Westco, Texas, he was selling his uh, salsa, and uh, I think one of my buddies tasted. I believe it was the ma- uh, mango habanero. The mango habanero. Right. And uh, that's oh, my favorite. My goodness! And just the face on when we're going back, he's like, "Dude, that was amazing. I'm gonna have to get that and put that on my chicken." <laughs> so like, oh my god, it was a high dude. It was just the perfect. Spice. Didn't, didn't he say he was going to leave his wife for that? Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. Okay. <laughs> that's why. So, Mike, tell us a little about yourself, man. Where are you from, and how we get here? I'm from Mexico, bro. I grew up nice. raised here in Mexico. Nice. Uh, went to high school here. Um, did you know your odd end job when you're 19, 20, your little job that you do? Um, and then I was out on the oil field. Um, we're doing. I was doing like scaffold building. Um, did that for a couple of years, and then uh, I was home for COVID. Uh, speaking of COVID, right, right, right. You right. know, pandemic happened. Uh, they canceled one of my jobs, and um, it's out of necessity, bro. It's just a family recipe that we've had that I've always made. You know, I was always the guy that we're having a barbecue and say, hey, Mike, like, make the salsas, make the barbecue, and we'll do everything else. Okay, cool. And it's got it down, man, and and, and um, kind of just narrowed it down to a, just a consistent recipe. But um, and it, it kind of like took off on its own, just grew nice. by itself, grew its own little legs, and took off. Yeah. But uh yeah, the ground running. We made a post like late April. It was like late April. And I was like, you know, I told my family, look, I'm gonna make a post. And if if if, if I put it out there and nobody buys it, I can say that I did my part. Right, and exactly. Students of the university, I did my part to it. Right. And it, it took off. It took off. So we kept up with it. Um we 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 built up, we built it up. Um, but I love to to be in the community that I grew up in, you know, as I right. see a lot of familiar faces, a lot of support from people that you never think would support you. Um, you meet, you kind of network yourself into the community and you meet like amazing people, amazing people with their own skill sets and right. their own products that they do. And, right. and I, I love to see the Valley grow, bro. Like I love it. Yeah. 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 Nothing I, better I, seen the community grow. Yeah, right. I yeah. Because I, I, I spent some time in Houston and spent some time away at work, you know, when we would do the little random cities out in West Texas and, and people say the Valley has no, like no opportunity and I just, it's hard for me to believe that. Okay. Um, you know, like, it's opportunity where you make it. And mm-hmm. I think the Valley's on the, on the grow and it's been on the grow. And we're trying to catch up to these bigger cities. You know, we're always known for being, like, five, six years behind. Right, right, right. right you know, right, something right. comes out and it's like we're here five years later. And 
And I just feel like we're, we're starting to hit that curve where we're, we're up we're, there. With we're catching up. Right, we're catching yeah. up, yeah. So, you know, social media was a huge thing for us mm-hmm. when we were growing. Um, I learned to, like, market. You know, we learned to get on there. But um, just being out here from Mexico, man, and, and, and seeing kind of where we – I've done a show in Corpus, and, and they're like, well, where are you from? And I'm from the Valley. And, like, everybody knew where oh, yeah. yeah, the Valley. Yeah, the Valley people know where it's at. Exactly. You talk to people from Houston. You talk to people from further up, and you say the Valley – because a lot of people think, oh, South Texas, South San Antonio, or San Antonio area. Right. And there's people like, no, like, 956, man. Like, right, Mexico, yeah. McAllen, Hardington. Yeah, the whole and Puro, yeah, Puro 956. Puro, Puro yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just, just being a part of that, man, I, I loved it. You know, I mean, and, and the market here is saturated with, like, salsas and chamoy and stuff like that. Right. But I always feel like if, if you can make something your own, It'll it'll take off. It'll yeah. People will exactly. follow. You know, if, you, if you're I was to... I was thinking that when you said you know it's a it's an old family recipe and like that's the, that's the stuff that hits. You know, ATB yeah. ATB is fine, but yeah, like the, the the homemade stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. like I, I immediately thought about like nothing. Like nothing beats mama. Nothing beats mama. Exactly, mama bro. Exactly. <laughs> People's grandmas and moms are my biggest competition. And I get, like, the worst, like, steak guy from people's moms. I'm like, oh, my bad. And they're like, this is my son. Until you start getting those grandmas in the parking lot, they start coming up to you. Oh, it's a salad. 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 It's a It's It's been a ride, man. You learn a lot. You know, I've learned, like, you know, where my demographics are, like, what market, what area, what market, right. what's also, and right. kind of where it, it, it'll it sell more. Right. Um, well, what 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 has been hitting it besides the mango habanero, if you don't mind? Well, the verde and the roja, the first two, those hit off always, um, especially, like, around, like, the Mission McCann area. Right. Because they don't like that novelty hot. I feel like there's oh, enough okay. of that, like, yeah. like, um, like Hot Ones does a, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. does a spread and they get super hot, super fast. And, right. And from like my experience, you go to ATB, you want a hot sauce, you get one, you get a salsa, you want to get like it for it to, to be spicy and they just lose a lot of the flavor. Yeah. So okay. when I made my recipes, I made sure to make sure to have a lot of flavor, even though it's hot and like the better than the Roja, they're not, they're not the hottest. They're, they're most mild on the list, but they still pack a punch of flavor. And that's mm. kind of what I was in before. Beautiful. Yeah. The mango habanera that, that's the one I always go to for me. I think it, that's what hot sauce should look like. And that's what hot sauce should taste like. Yeah. And everybody yeah. I've given it to loves it. My mother-in-law loves it. Ooh. And that woman, I mean, <laughs> she doesn't even speak either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, after eating it, she got star speaking up pretty fast. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, I mean, has there has there been a market? Have you tried pushing into like uh, like uh, convenience stores or any mom and pop so that's shops? Like, that's like the next big step. So, um, a, a lot of people down here in the valley, a lot of people who own business and they deal with food, they operate under Cali's law. Okay. And so I have to really verse myself in college law and what mm-hmm. FDA requires. Right. I have to become like a, a part chemist because I have to worry about pH levels and worry about all that stuff. Right. And, and right. Consistency is always key. So like, every, like every time that Vinny would buy, I would make sure, hey, man, like it's the same habanero he bought the last time. Right. It wasn't anything different. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't just a chamano like you're there. Like, I'm giving you the good stuff, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, I just want to keep things consistent, right? Yeah. So, and, and that was that was like the hardest thing to do, yeah, uh, to try to find a consistent recipe. Uh, but yeah, so we operate under college law, and that's kind of um, that's direct to consumer, so right. that's kind of what's stopping us from like growing into like convenience stores. So, right. yeah, we're, we're working on, on some things to, to, to make that happen, okay? Um, we have some things that are like um, happening behind the scenes. And I'm still keeping up with the markets because I still have to keep, you know, demand up. Yeah. So people supply and demand. So people are always wanting it. Uh, but yeah, we're we're getting all our licenses together. I tried to open a shop here in Westco, and, and unfortunately, you know, City of Westco and the FDA, um, they they were just making it hard for it to happen. Right. So, uh, but I, I like I said, through this, I've met so many people. I've met Lamar from who does the barbecue sauce, Jank. Yeah. yeah. Um, I met uh, Juan from Salsa del Gallo. Uh, and I met. Yeah. Uh, 
Deepa Bakhtilad, she's also an HEB. It's just all these wonderful people who are like, right. to have a helping hand. And you also, you said, you know, one of our sponsors is uh, PD Weeds, which is Irish, oh, right? Weeds, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we used to do markets um, back in the day, man. Like, I started most about two and a half years ago, and I, I would I would run into them. And then, dude, shortly but surely, man, I would see them like at I would see them like at um, at the eatery. They'd have like their own little refrigerator, right, and, right. and I'll start seeing them around. I'll have their own refrigerator. They meet a lot of mixes, so right. So it's it's been it's it's been like I said, it's been it's been awesome, man. It's been I've met so many awesome people. Um, just learning the whole everything, the networking, the the media. You know, we yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. You got to make your own, make sure things hit and be relevant and on, online and social media. Right. So I'm I'm constantly running like Facebook, Instagram, you know, just constantly promoting myself, right, and learning right. Canva, and like just trying to find ways to make it easier for myself. Okay, right. So, but uh, man, we've we've been we've been really blessed in the fact that it's 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 moving, it's it's, it's going well. That's so, awesome, man. That's awesome. And, and today it's like you know, you tried, you came up to the table and tried it. Like that first experience, I wanted to be like like memorable. Yeah, you know, and, and that's yeah. and that's kind of where where people feel like. Like they they buy it off there because it's just right. that experience you have and yeah. you taste them and it's like oh he has hotter and he go hotter and it's yeah like, start matching yeah. how hot he goes and, and that's and that's the cool thing because when he tasted it for the first time and I saw his reaction I'm like okay I'm not about to taste it because I ain't got no water on me first of all <laughs> <laughs> secondly I'm taking taste off the chip I already tried him about a cola man right, yeah, no, <laughs> you people know were like you should sell water you should you should make tacos <laughs> and turn on tacos and. And dude, I have no problem. Like, if you if you bring a taco, like we I we did taco fest one time at South Padre Island, and uh, we were off throwing out on like people's tacos and burritos and stuff I'm like that. Show, yeah, man. man, they were like, "Hey, man, throw some on here, bet." Oh, we'll get some on there for them because for me, <laughs> just pour it on your shirt, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that good? Is that good? It's like sauce amazing around the corner. <laughs> Yeah, man, but we're good. Yeah, we're good. 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 We're or a real bad cold, look for the ghost pepper. Yeah, That's the right for real. <laughs> and, and, you know, just listening to, to my community, because we started originally with just the first three, which was the Verde, the Roja, and the Extra Hot. Okay. That was, like, the first three that hit off. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a year in it, people were like, hey, man, we want, like, sweet hot. We want that sweet hot, like, that sweetness. I said, okay, well, I, you know, I went to the drawing board, had a couple flavors written down, and I tried them out. Just, it wasn't working out, like. I was, I was trying, like, pineapple jalapeno with chipotle, and it was, like, this weird, like, foamy mix. I'm like, okay, it's... Combinations, like, combinations, right, yeah. Right. So people wanted that sweetness, and then, you know, we landed on mango habanero, and, and I made a batch, and it, it stuck, and I put it on mm. the market, and it took off by itself. Man, so, that's why Vinny's in love with it. that's why I <laughs> sit down here next to Vinny, and he knows what it is, man. And he goes, yeah. I'll write a book about that. <laughs> I've always thought, I've always thought about the you know you brought up the consistency and that's the one thing that yeah the first jar tasted like the last jar right and i've i've bought several jars right mm-hmm. so um how do you i mean how do you do that i mean do you don't make just one jar i mean it's, you gotta you, 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 you're asking you're asking to get no. disappeared you know? <laughs> my lord <laughs> Be ready to answer. <laughs> no, man, it's um, it's it's just consistency, you know. And you're when you're when you're buying the produce and you're looking at it, I always try to like go top quality produce. You know, you can always you can always skim, man, and 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 that's and and that's kind of where like we're not just the value, but I feel like a business owner in general. If you're a small business owner, you can't you can't dip on quality. You can't dip on on anything. You got to make no, sure. No, I, I I said it kind of joking earlier. You can get AGV, but it's going to taste like AGV. Right. It's yeah, not, and, exactly. And it's not going to hit the same as right. Exactly. And, and people congratulate it for for tasting for having like just the produce as the ingredient list. It, it you know brings a good out flavor, but because it's like wow, great produce. Right. You know, like every time I go, I go in and I look at you know what my options are, and sometimes I have to like really look because some vendors will have great produce, some won't. Right. Uh, they'll try to make the top layer look pretty, and then you go down underneath, and they're all you know yeah. squished and rotted and stuff. So, so just just really good produce, and 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 just care for the product. And then 
when you're learning about your own product and you can mess up. Like when I started, I started with two little oyster blenders, man, and we would get at it. And and my consistency was always off. It was like real watery. The next batch was like super clumpy or like one was hotter than the other. Right. And that's where just learning about your own product and consistency right. kind of right. into play. But yeah, we, we we do we do everything by by the pound. So like weekly we'll push like three hundred pounds of produce. Damn. Yeah. I think we're talking to the Mr. White of Salsa, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Yeah, like you, you literally become part camera. It's like I got things down mentioned to the ground so I could multiply them and because uh, when I first started, like I said I was doing everything just like my, my great grandmother did. Oh, that's good, yeah, that's good. That's enough tea, that's enough tomato. And it was just it was just all over the place, man. And we finally narrowed it down and we just stayed with it. You know, we just that's stayed awesome. with it. And so, it, it, like I said, you know, to make sure that every time you buy some, you get the same thing that you bought the last week or the last month. Right, right. right. So, you know, like we're at Tres Lagos, and those are like high-profile people, and, and they love it, man. They love it. And I make sure that people at Tres Lagos get the same salsa that the people here in Mexico get. Like, right, right, exactly, no exactly. No, just, pretty, exactly. Right, so it's like top notch anywhere you go. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been a ride. So, so. Basically, your your sauce has been just rocking and rolling through the valley, right, slowly yeah. being already being noticed right. as far as a, as a well well close to an actual well named salsa already rolling on there, man. That's awesome, bro. And and I knew I knew it was going to take a minute because I had no idea what I was doing at first. And when I spoke to Juan from Salsa Legado, he was like, "Hey, man, like I have twelve years in it, you know, at the time." And he was like into HEB. He's in over two hundred fifty six HEBs. Wow. The day. But Lamar, I knew him before he was even starting the barbecue business. We were in school together. Well, he was like a mentor in our school. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like told me like, hey, man, he was doing this thing on the side and he like grew it, you know? And that's kind of where, where I knew it was going to take a little bit of time. But if I knew that if I became just like, a, like I didn't try to shoot for like over the moon and like, you know, start like making huge things today. I wanted to make sure that I grew with what I was, like, what I was able to do. Right. Okay. So, um, you want to pass me one? I can show one here in the camera. Yeah, yeah man. You want to do the Mount Habanero? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right go ahead. Here, right? That's yeah. ghost, brother. The Mount Habanero on the back. The Habanero, right? The ghost. <laughs> right. And we got yeah. this one. This is the That's roja. the mango. This is the roja right here. And then we got the mango yeah, habanero right, right here. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Guys, look at the emblem. <laughs> look for it on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. We have a website, salsamike.com with two E's. Um, so we're, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. It's wow. the logo. Um, you can order there. You can send messages. People ask questions all the time. Like, hey, it's- oh, 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 oh. And it's also shout out. And it's shout out. Yeah. 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 That is a good product. First test. First test. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that was, I think that was the mango here. The mango's right 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 here. The oh my gosh well that's awesome man i'm glad you came up here to talk to us today man and i mean all your social media so they can find out everything right. they need to know yeah, Go ahead. and, and uh, so uh, facebook is it's all going to be mike salsa facebook instagram it's the logo again website is salsa mike with two e's um you can go on there you can order um i recently gave my card with linktree you can my numbers on google and and I've been such an advocate for people wanting to do small businesses. So if you if you ever have questions or you need a push or you have any 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 uh, questions on how to market and how I do it, I'm I'm always open for discussion. That's awesome. I'm always willing to help out. You know, I've I've gotten so many lending hands to help out me, so I'm helping out the people who are just starting. That's awesome, man. That's, that's good to know, man. And that people are uh, commenting, "What the hell, you?" <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It needs, to be, it needs to be tested. It needed to be tested. I was doing everyone a favor. <laughs> My first and last Saturday. <laughs> well, now you know. People that are watching, if you're watching, there you go. It falls off the shelf. You're going to be okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Uh, Vinny, you want to go and mention all your, uh, just one more time, all your social media so they can look you up? Yeah, you can go to, uh, I'm Russellville. Russellville Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm uh, RussellVille.com, and there's a Facebook page. There's also a uh, group page, Russellville Podcast. Mm-hmm. So you put in Russellville, and you'll find it. You'll find it. Yeah, and, you know, you can go online, Google Vinny Berry, Russellville. All that will come up. There you go. And there you go. And, guys, uh, if, if you guys want to send us your links, I'm sure we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it to our network girl, and they'll link them up, and we'll throw it out there for you guys. Perfect, not, a big, yeah, not a big deal. And that's what's all about our podcast. We try to help and support the the little guy. Try right, to get, no, up there, get up there, man. I appreciate it, man. This yeah. is my first Especially podcast. Get, and, hey, you did great. Awesome, you did, awesome, great, man. You did great, man. It was awesome. I mean, we did a shatterproof salsa test. We did it. We had a background of the binaries, and now everybody's after chew after the podcast. And, and, and we know each other. And they know each yeah, other. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of, I work with his mom. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. go. Yeah, there so go. I was uh, really, it, it was. It was nice to, to hear that I was going to be with him. It's the intertwine of a plas and roles. And I can vouch that he does. Help the small business guy because he's giving me some advice. There you go. There, there you go. go. There you go. That's awesome, man. And, and he's not good. done either, but he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's going to have I need three gallons of habanero mango. I was talking about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are we talking about marketing? <laughs> Of course, like wrestling, Mike. What better way to have a podcast with wrestling and salsa on the same night? Are we watching salsa wrestling going on? It was almost right now. Almost an accident, all right. That for sure is going to be on the on the reel. That's going to be a good one on the reel. Ladies Uh, and gentlemen, that is our podcast. For tonight, Vinny, Mike, thank you for coming on the podcast. We appreciate you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to get myself a book. I'm going to order one tonight with the Lance autograph on it because I already have one. I want that one. I do. That's the one I want. Uh, guys, we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. We will have Rock and Roll James on the podcast in two weeks. That's going to be an interesting one and a loud one. So then he gets a little crazy on the mic. So we'll give him salsa. Yeah, we'll give him the unshattered salsa. Yeah, the, the, calm down. the unshattered salsa. Yeah, that'll work. That's, yeah. that's staying here, by the way. <laughs> that's staying right there. It's part of the room. In, insurance purposes. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of insurance. Just kind of insurance. Thank God. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, once again, thank you for watching. Don't forget to follow. Subscribe, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everything. Share as much as you can with us, guys. And we appreciate you every week when you come on in and watch us here. And uh, go ahead and sign us out. I've been you. And I am Lou. And we will see you in two weeks. Later, Gators! Hi, everybody.